The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. You know who's number one in my Power Rankings? You guys. All of you. Especially... Those of you that go the extra mile by retweeting or liking or engaging otherwise, replying, whatever, with any of our social media posts, either at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We love it. We need it. We appreciate it. We reward it. As well as the sponsor confirmation email winners, so many good sponsors today, NetSuite, Ritual Vitamins, got to take that multivitamin. We'll get into that a little bit later. Make sure you're listening for those. And it's a great time of year, of course, holiday season to take advantage of some of these sponsors over at RossTucker.com on the sponsors page and get a little something, something. You get to ask me a question and you get a signed picture or card or what have you. I mentioned the YouTube shout-outs. I'm going to give a patron shout-out to Samantha Renault. Hello, Samantha. Appreciate you coming aboard. Patreon.com slash RT Media. I mentioned we continue to rack up the patrons, probably because your boy continues to rack up positive weeks in the black on the Even Money podcast. Let's roll, Bright. The Big Show. Morning, Ross. Let's start with last night's game. The Bears hosted the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins gets his first Monday night football win. Minnesota beats Chicago 19-13. to So, I don't really have a vested interest, although should be noted that that teaser leg came through for me as well. So, the only one that didn't was the Ravens Sunday night. For those of you that also listen to the Even Money podcast, which is here on Tuesdays on the Ross Tucker Podcast Network. I don't have a rooting interest, but I will say this. I am happy that Kirk Cousins got the win. We've talked about this before. I am not a big fan of lazy narratives. 
I'm not a big fan of crutches that people that don't really follow the league very closely can just say, Kirk Cousins stinks on Monday night. And look, I think it's fair to reference his record on Monday night, but to act like that's the sole reason why they won't win, I'm just glad that people don't have that crutch to lean on anymore. It's over. It's gone. And I'm thankful for that. You know, kind of a weird game. Tough watch at times. Probably a good way to describe it. You know, Kyle Rudolph fumbles early. And then Nick Foles. You know, there are people in Philadelphia who still clamor for Nick Foles to be the starting quarterback. And it's unreal. I'll give Nick Foles credit. He played well in Philadelphia in 2017 and 2018. But you watch him in Chicago. And they have decent receivers. I mean, Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, Mooney. I mean, they, Jimmy Graham, like they have decent players. He threw the ball well behind Anthony Miller. Harrison Smith picks it off. Vi- leads to the Vikings. Adam Thielen having a one-handed touchdown catch to get the lead for the Vikings. You know, the Bears didn't score an offensive touchdown the whole game. The Bears had 149 total yards of offense. That is almost impossible in today's NFL. It's very, very difficult to do. Very, very difficult to do. Yet somehow they pulled it off. And somehow, by the way, they had the lead. Cordero Patterson tied the NFL record with his eighth kickoff return for a touchdown. He tied Leon Washington, somebody else who was like more more – made more sense to me. I can't think of him off the top of the head, but he tied, oh, Josh Cribbs, former teammate of mine, Josh Cribbs. Josh Cribbs and Leon Washington with his eighth kickoff return for a touchdown. And the Bears had the lead, started the third quarter after that. But then special teams giveth, special teams taketh away. Dwayne Harris muffs a punt. I thought Cousins overall played very solidly. In the fourth quarter, that, that that led to a field goal, by the way. Fourth quarter, Thielen gets another touchdown. He didn't have a huge day, but he had two touchdowns, which is pretty good in a game in which there was, wait for it, two offensive touchdowns. He had them both. Um, Justin Jefferson is a total stud. Total stud. Eight catches, 135 yards. The rookie wide receiver, For LSU, I mean, this is the second year in a row that rookie wide receivers have gone crazy. I mean, they've been fantastic. First rounders, second rounders, second year in a row, we've had an unbelievable rookie wide receiver class. And then the Bears got two very devastating injuries. I mean, Akeem Hicks hurt his hamstring. You know, he is an absolute force on that D-line. That's a huge loss. And Nick Foles got hurt late. We'll have to find out exactly what the injury is and where things stand there. But Tyler Bray had to come in for the last time the Bears had the football. Bears are in rough shape, man. Bears need to reevaluate everything they're doing. And I think some of you, if you're running a business, you should consider doing the same thing for free with NetSuite. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. It's time to upgrade to NetSuite. 
it doesn't make sense to pay for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the software you've outgrown. NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. Financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, everything all in one place. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com slash Tucker. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash Tucker, netsuite.com slash Tucker. How about that, by the way? What, what, a, what a great way to be one of the sponsor confirmation email winners and or ask me a question. It's literally free, netsuite.com slash Tucker. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... And I get to see the worst team in the history of the NFL this weekend. Number 32, the Jets. Who do they play? The Chargers. Jets, Chargers. Feel the excitement. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anybody really debates it or disputes it. I guess they had a buy. Darnold's not going to come back. I think Darnold got smart and realized continuing to play on a banged-up shoulder doesn't really help him. That you know that doesn't help him moving forward with his career to go out and play poorly and do more damage to that shoulder on a terrible team in a lost season. Number 31, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, they were competitive in Green Bay. That's two weeks in a row where they were competitive. They fought. I mean, give them some credit for that. It doesn't really mean that much in the NFL where all that anybody cares about ultimately is wins and losses. But they at least put forth a much better effort and covered the spread for some of you in Green Bay. Number 30, the Dallas Cowboys. Had a bye. Not much to say other than it does look like Andy Dalton's coming back. Number 29, the Denver Broncos. So there was a couple-week stretch there where I thought the Broncos had a chance to finish strong, where I thought the Broncos had a chance to maybe even get in the mix in some way towards the end of the year. That certainly does not appear to be the case anymore. And it doesn't appear to be the case that they should be feeling really good about Drew Locke as their long-term quarterback. So it's kind of a double whammy there for the Broncos. Number 28, the Washington football team. Do you remember that show, by the way, Bri? What show? No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Yeah, press your luck. Is that what it was called? Uh-huh. They actually did a reboot. There's a, a reboot of it on on right now. But nothing as good as the, the original one from the 80s with, with Peter Tamarkin as your host. <laughs> Dude, how do you know that? I don't know. I have no idea. What did people did people know what a whammy was before that show, or do people say double whammy now because of that show? I don't know the answer to that, but I think that uh, that Press Your Luck may have had something to do with introducing the whammy to our our world lexicon to our vernacular 
lexicon. Yeah. I think lexicon's the better word there than vernacular, but vernacular, I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, who are we talking about? Washington? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like, uh, they're kind of in the Jags category the last couple of weeks. They're just good enough to barely lose. That's, that's what Washington is right now. 27, the Houston Texans. And I just realized that, Bri, I think I'll be seeing them in nine days. Okay. Texans-Lions on Thanksgiving. Feel the excitement. Um, although, you know what? Anytime Deshaun Watson plays, it's entertaining. And the hey, Lions actually play entertaining games. Can, like, have can, a big can I ask, can I, Aaron, I want to ask you a question. It's Thanksgiving Day, even though it's the Lions and they're not super exciting. I mean, if it was the your worst two teams here, the Jets and Jags. If the Jets and Jags were playing on Thanksgiving day, do you, is there more of a buildup because it's Thanksgiving day? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, there's always more of a buildup when it's a standalone game. It's the only game on. And then especially this year, but when you know, you're just going to have it on the TV. I think I've said this before, but I didn't realize this. The Cowboys Thanksgiving day game is the second most watched game of the year. After the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. But if you think about it, like, does anybody know anyone that doesn't have that game on on the TV? Like on Thanksgiving? Like, it's on every TV. I mean, it just is. Uh, so, and it's kind of cool. I started I started that game um, one time, which one of the highlights of my career for sure. So, the Texans, they battle for Romeo Cornell. Deshaun Watson's playing well. Their defense is not good. And that was kind of a bad weather game, so it's tough to put too much stock into it. Number 26, the Cincinnati Bengals. Do you know some people call it Cincinnati? Cincinnati? I don't know them. If you're in Kentucky, I would think in down south in uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, that they would call it Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bearcats. Anyway, Cincinnati Bengals. So that was a really disappointing performance, and I would say a surprisingly disappointing performance coming off a bye after they had played so well against the Titans. I think a lot of people thought the Bengals might be able to build on that performance. They went the complete, total opposite direction. Number 25, the Los Angeles Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. What percentage of people do you think, Brian, know who I'm referencing right there? About four. Four percent? Yeah. I've been saying it for a long time. Okay. Five? I think it's at least 50% know who I'm talking about there. We'll find out. Hit us up on social, at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, You know what? I think you could put the Chargers in the Bengals category in terms of a step-back performance by a team with a rookie quarterback and a step-back performance by said rookie quarterback. Both Joe Burrow and Herbert had maybe their worst performances ever. Number 24, the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, we talked about it yesterday, uh, and I talk about it a lot on my duties for WIP radio, but that, that was a brutal loss by the Eagles. Absolutely brutal because they they were healthier and Wentz didn't turn it over and they still lost by 10 and they deserve to. And that that's kind of scary. 23, it's the San Francisco 49ers. 
I don't really have much to say about them. It's just kind of a lost, injury-plagued, ridiculous season for San Francisco. I mean, at this point, at this point, I can tell you right now on the Even Money podcast, I'll be taking the Niners' season win total over next year because it'll be like eight, and they'll get all these guys back, including Nick Bosa and Jimmy G and whatever, and they'll be better next year. 22, it's the Lions. I guess the Lions are what four and five. I mean, their their record's not terrible. They're in the mix. You know, I almost feel like they win these next couple games. They're going to kind of be in the playoff mix, which was the mandate by their owner, Mrs. Ford, and might buy Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn another year. Number twenty one, the Atlanta Falcons. Had a bye, not much to say other than they play well for Raheem Morris. And I think he has a chance to win this job. Although that's kind of their logic in bringing Dan Quinn back last year, which didn't really work out. Number 20, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I thought that was a step back for them too. You know, I I took them with the points on the Even Money podcast. I was feeling good about them. It sounds like McCaffrey's still out this week. Teddy Bridgewater might be able to play. He's got like a sprained MCL. So we'll see. I I would think that they would err on the side of caution. And why not see what you have? I mean, you're three and six. Why not see what you have in P.J. Walker for a game and let Teddy get healthy? Number 19 is Chicago Bears. Yeah, I mean, it's really a shame that they don't have an offense that can even complement their defense and special teams. If they did, they'd have a a really good record. As it is, they're five and five going the wrong way. Four straight losses. Eighteen, the New York Giants. They are five and five, right? I'm not making that up. Yeah. Uh New York Giants. How about that? How about the G Men at 18 and up? Almost 20 uh, 10 spots. They deserve it. Their defense has been really good for a while. Daniel Jones, two games in a row without turning it over. The O-line looked pretty good. They ran the ball pretty well. I mean, they look better than a bunch of these other teams. Number 17, the New England Patriots. Really impressive win. I think sometimes people think I'm too hard on the Patriots or Belichick or whatever. Really impressive win all the way around and they deserve kudos for it they were physical they were tough they took it right to the baltimore ravens that was a great win for new england number 16 the minnesota vikings the minnesota vikings can you do it once Bry? the minnesota vikings yes yes see that Bry. those are the moments that people remember like people driving in their car or working out, they're going to remember where they were when you put it out there before 6.30 a.m. local time in your house. You said, Vikings! That was Dude, they have won three in a row. They're four and five, and they're going to be favored in their next three games. Their next three games are against bad teams. Like They're, they're going to be favored. They have a real chance to be seven and five with six straight wins. Number 15, the Tennessee Titans. Had a bye. Not, no, they didn't have a bye. Jeez, they got smoked Thursday night by the Colts. I will say this. That was five days ago. 
it's crazy how long ago the Thursday night game seems on Tuesday when we do power rankings. Seemed like a different world ago, but they got handled by the Colts. Not a good look for Vrabel and co at home. Number 14, the Cleveland Browns. You know, it wasn't pretty, but they took care of business in bad weather, got it done. Now they play the birds, the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. They're favored in that one. And don't look now, but Kevin Stefanski has his boys with six wins, six and three. Same record as the Baltimore Ravens. You almost don't conceptualize that, but it's true. Number 13, the Las Vegas Raiders. Another six and three team that doesn't get enough credit. And they just smashed the crap out of the Denver Broncos, even though they didn't play that great. I mean, even though they had some drop balls and they could have played better, they still were able to kill the Broncos. This is, I mean, you got to be excited if you're a Raiders fan. You also have to be excited about ritual multivitamins. Do you really know what's in the multivitamin that you currently take? Do you know that they have, some of them have sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants? It's not good. Ritual is the multivitamin reimagined, formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D3, to help fill gaps in your diet. Fresh tasting, delayed release capsules are designed to dissolve later, which is key. Less sensitive areas of the stomach, so you can take them with or without food. It's awesome. Just got mine pumped up about it. You deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Tucker to start your ritual today. Look, you need to be taken, in my opinion, I think multivitamins are a really good idea. I've had, been taking a multivitamin every day for years. Ritual.com slash Tucker is where it's at. Number 12, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins have won five in a row. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins are six and three, like every other team, evidently, in the NFL. Defense special teams, enough Tua. Be curious to see Tua coming from behind, but that Cardinals win was a big one for him. Number 11, the Los Angeles Rams. Very impressive win by them against the Seahawks. They're certainly better than I thought they would be this year. They deserve a ton of credit for that. Uh, you know, I'm curious. They, I mean, they have a legitimate chance to win that division. I mean, that division is all of a sudden with Seattle and Arizona and the Rams very much up for grabs. Number 10, the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, look, I just said what I said about the division. I guess the thing I would say about the Seahawks is they're kind of going the wrong way like some of these other teams. Back-to-back -back losses, back-to-back -back losses in which they haven't looked real good. We're about to find out what they're made of. Staying in the NFC West, the Arizona Cardinals, number nine. Dude, how about that? And that makes sense. That's where they should be. 
Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, all kind of jumbled together, all in the same basket. That's right where they should be. Uh, Cardinals, obviously, that was a gigantic win. But if we're being honest, it was a very, very fortunate win. Number eight, the Indianapolis Colts. So the Colts coming off that impressive, impressive performance against the Tennessee Titans. They are now in the driver's seat in the AFC South. And the way that defense plays, as long as Rivers doesn't turn it over, it feels like the Colts are the best team in that division. And good enough, I think, to make some noise in the postseason. Number seven, the Baltimore Ravens. You know, my my question with them now, Bri, is really one of whether or not they are ever going to come back and be the dominant team they were last year. Because they're certainly not that this year. And will they will they be back to that next year? I don't know. Are they good enough to win a playoff game or two? Yeah, but they certainly don't seem to be capable of going on an extended playoff run this year. Number six, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills? Yeah, you know, that was Heartbreak City. That was Heartbreak Hotel. But it doesn't really change how I feel about them. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't it doesn't change that I still think the Buffalo Bills are the sixth best team in the NFL. The way they came back on the road in that game was very impressive, and I give them a lot of credit for it. Number five, the Green Bay Packers. They don't seem overly consistent, but with Aaron Rodgers, you got to put him in the top five. Although I'm not sure they're really better than the Bills or the Ravens or the Colts or even the Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, Dolphins, for that matter. There's a bunch of teams that seem to be kind of jumbled up. And you almost forget that the Browns and Raiders have the same record as a lot of these other teams. Browns and Raiders, you know, have awesome national fan bases. They deserve a little more kudos, a little more a little more respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, Brian. Thank you, Aretha. Number four, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Dominant performance by the Bucks. They came out. This is what I was afraid of. I talked about it last Friday. I talked about it on the Even Money podcast. I was afraid that after that demolition at the hands of the Saints, that they would come out and Brady would have a classic FU game. And he did, they did, and I lost that unit. Number three, the New Orleans Saints. So the Saints now have to deal with this Drew Brees news, Bri, which is significant. Multiple cracked ribs. Evidently, he has five and a collapsed lung. And I guess he went back in the game. Like he finished the second quarter with those injuries, which seems crazy, but it's true. So he is one tough dude. He's going to be out, you have to think, for at least three weeks probably. So we'll see. It doesn't really make sense to me that they would that they would play or pay rather Taysom Hill $21 million to have Jameis Winston at quarterback instead. But I guess we'll find out. They're not saying. Sean Payton's not saying. I think it'll be Jameis because that allows them to do the other stuff with 
Taysom Hill that he likes to do. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming off a bye and uh, big contract extensions. Andy Reid, the head coach. Brett Veach, the GM. Very well-deserved. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... The obvious number one, once again, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. I should mention also that Chiefs offensive tackles Eric Fisher and Mitch Schwartz both just went on the COVID list. I believe it's for just a close contact, so they still might be able to play this week. I don't think they tested positive, but that's another Chiefs note. And I think it's hard to argue with the Steelers number one. You know, for a lot of for a lot of time, people are giving me pushback on this. Like, really? You know, they haven't lost yet. They just demolished the Bengals. They're good in every way. I don't understand the people that are fighting this Steelers number one overall team thing. I mean, I I think that they are pretty clearly deserving of number one team recognition. I also think that shout outs are in order for some of our great listeners who have small businesses and elect to make sure you're aware of their small businesses by at least just hearing the name of their company. So you go check out their website at the end of every Ross Tucker football podcast. It's very easy to do. It's I think we're done here, members of patreon.com slash RT media. Pizza Boy Brewing. DynastyFreaks.com. Check that out. My boy, JC, Justin Christopher. Sportaculture, Steakhouse Sports, and Vision Comics with an X. Busy Tuesday because of uh, some issues I had yesterday. We got the college draft, which we will record and post momentarily. Even money a little bit later in the morning to get you the best early odds. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.